It seemed these wee ones had no mother and a very distraught father, and they'd been born into a confusing, distressing situation. As the men's discussion escalated, Edith stepped carefully down from the buggy. One fellow's voice sounded familiar. She didn't want to believe the scenario he'd been describing, but right now her main concern was for the babies. Would you please lower your voices? She insisted as she came around the rig. You've upset these little angels so badly that... Will Gingrich? Are these your twins? Edith, thank God I found you. The handsome young man to whom her sister Loretta had once been engaged removed his hat to rake his sandy brown hair with his fingers. Yeah, I believed they were mine until Molly named this... this other dog as their father. I'm trying to get to the bottom of that story, the taller man protested. But... Stop it, both of you, Edith insisted in a low voice. These babies are wet and hungry and upset. Your problems will have to wait until we've taken care of more important matters. Both men stared at Edith as though she were crazy, and maybe she was. What had possessed her to stick her nose into this business, which sounded more dubious by the moment? She had never seen the taller man with the black hair and riveting eyes, and the last she'd heard of Will Gingrich, he'd married another young woman rather quickly after Dat had called off the engagement between him and Loretta. Edith thought her family had left this heartache behind when they'd moved away from Roseville to start fresh in Willow Ridge but it seemed a brand new batch of problems had popped up like dandelions after they'd left. I've come to ask you, your family, a huge favor, Will pleaded. He looked pale, and his eyes had dark circles around them. I, I have no idea how I'm going to care for these kids, what with Molly dying. They're only six months old, Edith. I was hoping you and your sisters would take them, until I can get my life together and... Edith's eyes widened. Is there no one in Molly's family, or... That's just it, Will continued in a desperate tone. Molly's ma'am and grandmother were there at her deathbed when she blurted out this guy's name. She was no doubt delirious and unaware of what she was saying, Edith murmured. And then... When Molly passed on, her grandmother had a heart attack from all the stress and went to the hospital. Will went on doggedly. Molly's mother isn't speaking to me now. I've had a lot of stuff thrown at me these past several weeks, what with my wife's being too sick to tend the babies. I trust you real sisters to care for the twins until I get through Molly's funeral and then figure out, well, what to do with them. Please, Edith. It was indeed a huge favor Will was asking, but how could she refuse? The babies had almost stopped crying. Edith gazed at their precious faces as she swayed from side to side, calming them. By the sound of Will's incredibly sad story, these helpless little souls might not have anyone looking after them. For how long? Of course we'll take them, she murmured. But we don't have any diapers or bottles or... I brought all that stuff. I was looking for your house when this guy... Will glowered, pointing at the other man. Caught up to me and claimed I'd accused him falsely. The stranger looked ready to protest again, 
but instead he crossed his arms and clenched his jaw. Behind him, his tall black horse nickered impatiently. We live in that two-story white house down the road, the one with the dogwoods on either side of the porch, Edith said, nodding in that direction. Hop in. I'll give you a ride. Before Edith could reply, Will jogged around the buggy and stepped up into the rig. As she followed him, she realized just how scattered his thoughts must be, because there was no hopping in when she was holding a baby in each arm. Gazing into the back seat, Edith was about to ask for Will's help when a strong arm curled around hers. Let me hold them. I'll hand them up after you get in. Edith looked up into the stranger's face. He had the deepest blue eyes she'd ever seen, as dark as the navy blue reeds she wove into her baskets. When she realized her arm was tingling as she gawked at him, Edith...